G'day, it's Hayley Carr here, coming to you from my little riverside cottage in Australia. Welcome to the Super Freak Podcast. I run a boutique coaching agency from right here, my farmhouse, with clients all over the globe. And in this show, I'm welcoming you into my world, into my home, and sharing the powerful philosophies, mindsets, and insights that make super talented, super freaky people able to create crazy good results sustainably, on repeat, and almost effortlessly, so you can do it too. These riffs are inspired by conversations with the incredible people that I coach every single day, which I've been doing for over a decade, and from my own experience as a world champion martial artist. I love destroying big ideas until they're teeny tiny bits of genius that you can take with you, understand, remember, repeat, and use to create miraculous results with ease. You'll learn here about what I call yin-style leadership, keeping the spark and the polarity in your relationships, financial empowerment, slowing down to achieve more, and regenerative, sustainable success in any kind of high-pressure, high-achievement-focused circumstances. So hold on to your hats, folks, and listen out for your insight of the day. I'm going to show you how to become immune to fear, failure, and feeble thinking. And before you know it, you'll be chasing down with ease and enthusiasm what you may have thought was impossible just yesterday. Let's dive in to today's episode. G'day, super freaks. It's great to be back today. I want to have a conversation with you, especially if you are a woman in business, but this is not, of course, exclusive just to women. It seems to be a theme, however, and the theme is around this idea that when we leave our comfort zone behind, we're starting a new business or we set a new goal and we want to see that goal come to fruition, perhaps it's a new income level, perhaps it is a certain, I don't know, amount of students or a certain whatever, whatever it might be. I see this happen with women so often as a theme. And it's like we want the whole experience to hurry up and we put a whole lot of pressure on the end result and needing it to happen in a specific way by a specific date or a specific time. And we put a lot of emphasis on that end moment. And if we don't achieve it by that end moment, well, who knows what's going to happen, but we often put so much pressure on ourselves to make something happen by then that this result starts to become attached to our sense of worth. So let me give you an example. This comes up all of the time. It's like, okay, I've been running my business for X number of years now, and it's still not where I want it to go. And I'm getting really frustrated. And the story of I've been running it for X number of years repeats over and over and over again. And that amount of time starts to build up as some kind of pressure timer, like we should be somewhere other than where we are right now. And that's not to say that I don't see you and acknowledge you if you're feeling frustrated about how long you've been in business for. I am saying though that it's kind of useless to beat yourself up over how long something has taken up until this moment because it has you believe or perceive that there's some kind of race or there's some kind of timing within which it needs to happen. And that pressure that you're placing on yourself, if you are, 
is what's getting in the way of your presence, your manifestation capability, your ability to work with what you have, your willingness to take risks and to really see the opportunities that are in front of you. So that's just one example is telling the story of how long it's been and how it needs to change. Another example is well, you know, I have this launch going on or I have this particular date where I've given myself this much time and if it doesn't happen inside of this launch, like it's going to mean something about me or it's going to mean something about my business. So I witness people do this all the time. They will launch something and it doesn't go the way that they want and then they decide that they must be a failure or it's not working or it's never going to work for them or they look around at other people doing similar things and make up a story about why it's not working for everyone, which I spoke about sort of last week in my podcast, in my last podcast. And it's just very interesting to hear people play some kind of arbitrary time in front of us, which says, if it doesn't happen by this date, I'll be really frustrated. If it doesn't happen by this date, it means I'm failing. If it doesn't happen by this date, my husband will be annoyed at me. If it doesn't happen by this date, what does it mean about the future of my, like I'm placing all of my need for the business to succeed on this particular thing happening when I say it should, because I want to pay for something. I want to do something like it needs to work. Can you hear the energy behind what I'm saying? It needs to work. There's so much pressure there. The final example I'm going to give is when someone says, for example, I started my business. It's been going for this long. I've got this launch and I'm giving myself this much time. I'm giving myself six months. And if it doesn't work, I'm going back to my job. Now, this can be really healthy. I don't mind a bit of a healthy timeline, but it's only healthy if you can do it from a place of non-attachment, if you can do it from a place of you know, I'm perfectly willing and I'm going to be okay if I do go back to work. But I will really honestly say to you, my friends, that not many people actually quit their job, go through that process of transitioning to having their own business and genuinely set an amount of time within which it needs to work without having some kind of unhealthy attachment to that end step. Like my husband has given me this much time or this is how much money I've got remaining. Like it needs to work within this much time or I'll be so ashamed of myself. I never want to go back to my job, but I need to give it six months. It can be really healthy to have pressure and it can also really quickly turn on us. So we need to be very, very careful with our mindset in that situation. So all of these scenarios I'm giving you are examples of places where we put our self-worth, our actual worth, our energy, our self-confidence, our self-esteem onto the result of our business. It's also like if our business was a person, we would be saying, hurry up hurry up. You're not going quick enough. Hurry up. I need you to do something. Hurry up. You need to evolve faster than you're evolving. And if you're a creative person or if you are around children or you have children, you will understand this metaphor as being extraordinarily unhealthy for our capability to exponentially succeed. So for example, when your child is learning to crawl or learning to walk, when your child is doing anything, you can't really hurry up a child. You can't hurry their development. You can't force them to learn to speak, crawl, walk, or think any faster than they already do. And we wouldn't do that to a child. We wouldn't do that to ourselves, except we do. We do it to our businesses. So what I want you to think about in this moment is instead of thinking of 
you know, putting these arbitrary timelines, making up some meaning about what it means about you or your business or your capability to succeed. If it hasn't happened within a certain amount of time, take all of that pressure off because what you're doing is what I call making your business dance. And what I mean by that is it's like you have a shotgun and you're pointing it. If your business was a person, you're pointing it at that person's feet and you're shooting at the ground and you're saying, dance, (laughs) like dance, 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 hurry up and dance. And you're trying to make it do something in the amount of time that you want it to happen. Now, think about if you were being kind of chased around and forced to do something faster and you were doing the very best that you could. Or think about a child learning to walk, placing pressure, that kind of pressure onto a human being, which effectively your business is run by you as a human being. When you place that kind of pressure on a child, does it hinder them or does it help them? Anyone knows it does not help them. It actually hinders them so much in their development because rather than focusing on where they are and what's working and being able to learn from mistakes and focus and feel encouraged, instead we focus on what's not working, what's not happening fast enough, why it's not working, what's wrong with you, all of the things that could potentially be a problem when really it just might be we need to slow down calm ourselves and take one small step in front of the other. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I think it's really, really, really powerful to remember that sometimes we overestimate what we can do in six months or a year, but we majorly underestimate what we can do in five years or two years or three years. And I've been having lots of conversations with clients and with friends of late where we go back to our two years ago self or our three years ago self or five years or 10 years. And you look back and you think, wow, I am a completely different person. Now, in between those even 90 days, right? You might not feel like much is happening. You might feel in fact, like you're wading through honey, like nothing is happening. It's so slow. My favorite thing to teach my clients is that the subtle, tiny shifts, the subtle, tiny changes, like those moment to moment awareness and realizations and moments of awakening, they are the ones that have you in five years time, look back and say, how did I even do this? I don't even know. See, most people are looking at their life day to day and judging how it's going based on how they feel moment to moment to moment. But if we zoom out, we can usually see that things are on a general trajectory. So while you might have up days and down days, especially, you know, in the last couple of years where the world has been very up and down in general, in terms of our collective psychology, what's going on, the uncertainty, the level of change and shift, you know, we can feel like in general, things are going in a certain direction when we zoom all the way out and look at how life is going. That is a more accurate representation of how things are going than looking at where you are, how long it's taken for you to get here and not really seeing and acknowledging how far you've come along the way. So what happens is when I'm working with somebody who has like a long time where they're working in their business and they're saying it still hasn't worked for me, often what's happening is they're not appreciating how much they've actually done in that amount of time. So while they might be saying I've been doing this for over a decade and I'm still not making a million dollars a year or whatever, because they're comparing themselves to someone else or something else, When you look back at what they were doing all that time ago and all of the other things that they've created in that decade, you can see why they're still able to hold down a business and how incredible it is 
and have created all of these other things as well, which are naturally quite a distraction from business sometimes. Then when you look at someone who is, say, they have a launch and they're placing some kind of pressure on the amount of money they need to make by a certain time or their own self-worth by that amount of time, what we're not appreciating in that moment is just what a person is capable of when they look at that launch as one launch inside of many, a learning opportunity, an opportunity to look at mistakes, look at what worked, look at what didn't, assess what happened, and then come back and feel really good. So there's so many different ways that we can look at stop making your business dance and actually start paying attention to what can I do in this moment? Forget about the past except for the lessons and look at what I want to do in this moment because how long it's taken you to get here has nothing to do with how long it's going to take to get to the next level except your decision that it's going to not take as long right? So if you're somebody who also has a business where you're placing a lot of pressure on yourself to need it to work within a certain amount of time, either because of a launch or because you've made up something, you know, I really want to invite you to consider that it's a very masculine patriarchal paradigm that you're placing so much pressure on yourself for your business to do something before it's ready. If you think of your business, and this is a very feminine way of doing business, a feminine way of leading, think about your projects and your business, about having a soul that will evolve on its own, you can actually be with it, be in commune with it, kind of talk with it. Really, I really mean that. And observe what's working and observe what's not and make gentle adjustments as you go, as opposed to placing all of this pressure on it, needing to do something for you and you to get something out of it. First go, second go, third go, not appreciating how far we've come, not appreciating how much things have changed, not appreciating all of the challenges that we have overcome on the way to get here and instead just focusing on what's not working, right? So the invitation is to look back and see all of the things that you've been challenged by that you've overcome, to look back and see all of the different ways where you might have gone and had children, you might have had life circumstances that have distracted you, you might have felt like with all this lack of knowledge that I have, I've still been able to run my business. You might feel like even with, you know, this this launch particularly not working, I've learned so many lessons. You can actually come back to the present and make a decision and assess and re-strategize about what you want to do next. And that's the most important thing. Personally, it took me over a decade to get to a point where I could really look back and see the shifts that I had made. And I know that part of the reason why I'm here, and I've said this to you so many times, part of the reason why I'm here and I'm still able to teach you and to coach you and to do this podcast even is because in times when I could have made up that it wasn't working and I was a failure and there was no point continuing, I decided instead to look at what I could do, to look at what was available to me, to come back to the moment and re-strategize. And that is purely why I'm still here. It's because I didn't give up. Now, that doesn't mean don't take breaks. That doesn't mean I haven't had times when I've literally had to go and make money somewhere else during the course of growing my business. That doesn't mean I haven't had to do the things I've needed to do to leverage what my energy, my time, my money to make sure that I could still stay in the game. All of that is part of it. But it's about not making meaning of the things that you made up that should work by a certain amount of time and making up a story about yourself. So if you find yourself where you're in a launch or you're having some kind of experience that doesn't feel like it's working, I've been there. I've experienced it many times. 
What I call that space is like the abyss or the void. It's a point where you're in a period of time after which you said something would happen and it hasn't happened. What do you do now? So who you are in those moments, who you are in the void, who you are in the abyss, they count the most because in that moment where you don't know what could happen next, that's when you can make a choice. You can make a choice to speculate that everything's going to go wrong from here. You can make a choice to speculate your worth as a human being, or you can make a choice to speculate that it's all going to go up from here because there are some lessons that you're here to learn. You're going to learn them. You're going to apply them and it takes however long it takes. So from now on, super freaks do not make their projects, their goals, their businesses dance. They observe, they dance with it, they follow the rhythm, but they're not shooting at the ground. They're listening, they're playing, they're dancing along. They're really paying attention to what's working, What's not? What can I add here? Let's take the time pressure off. Okay, so I had belief about how long it might take. It's taking a little bit longer. What am I going to decide about myself and my future based on this? Am I going to decide it's going to take me longer? Am I going to decide there's something wrong with me? Or am I going to decide it just takes however long it takes and I'm going to be here until it takes? And I'm here to tell you that personally for me, when I decided that I was just going to be here for however long it takes, it took that pressure off. And it was like all of the bandwidth that was once being taken up, used up by my negative thoughts, my fears, my negative beliefs, and all that junk. Once that was gone, it was like, huh, if I just took all the pressure off, I probably would have been here so much earlier because all that bandwidth is now available for me to make clear decisions, take aligned actions, be present, be mindful and re-strategize. So my friends, super freaks do not make their businesses dance. They don't make their children dance metaphorically. We don't make ourselves, we don't put pressure on ourselves to need to succeed within a certain amount of time. And while it can sound paradoxical because we like to set smart goals, put your goals out into the future, decide, it needs to be specific, it needs to be measurable. I actually don't believe in any of that, by the way. While it seems paradoxical, it's taking the pressure off ourselves and giving ourselves as much creative space as possible that has us thrive and flourish. And that energy of thriving and flourishing is exactly what causes us to feel even more creative. We have more energy, we have more sustainability, we have more presence, and we have more power in that presence. And that's an extremely magnetic energy to be in. It's very feminine. It's very powerful. And that energy is what draws people in even more, more opportunities, clients, money, business, you name it. So If you are currently making your projects, making your goals, making your business dance, I want to hear from you. You can DM me, you can message me, you can leave a comment on my website underneath the podcast. I want to know what are you going to do to actually slow down and bring yourself into a place where you're going to change what you believe about what's happening to take the pressure off yourself, to be present with what is, and to move powerfully into the future. I can't wait to hear from you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here and listening in with me today. I'm really grateful to be gracing your ears. Of all the things you could be listening to right now, you're right here with me. So thank you. Now, I'd love to hear from you. What was your one insight of the day? How are you going to apply it? Why not tell me in a review? If you know someone who would love this, 
please do share it with them. It's the best kind of compliment. So you could take a screenshot, you could tag me on Instagram and be that super freak who shares what's working for you with your world. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, hayleycar.tv. It's linked in the notes. It's there. You can find out about all the ways we can play even more together. And you can also get a free copy of my book and download a free copy of the Super Freak Self-Coaching Scorecard too, which a lot of people are having a lot of fun with right now. Remember, everything you want is so much closer than you think. So stay curious, stay open and say yes. I'll see you soon.